Thinking aloud. Conversations on the leading edge of knowledge and discovery with psychologist Jeffrey Mishlove. Hello and welcome. I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today we'll be looking at holistic health remedies related to the coronavirus. My guest is my old friend, Dr. Norman Sheely, president of the Sheely Soren Wellness Center in Springfield, Missouri. He has 15 patents in energy medicine, has published 36 books, over 350 articles. At the age of 87, Dr. Sheely is still active in clinical work, research, writing, education, and as a keynote speaker. Among his many books are Blueprint for Holistic Healing, Conversations with G, Energy Medicine, The Illustrated Encyclopedia of Healing Remedies, Life Beyond 100, Living Bliss, Medical Intuition, Miracles Do Happen, Pony Wisdom for the Soul, and Sacred Healing. Once again, this is an internet interview, and now I'll switch over to the internet video. I may mention before doing so that if you haven't watched the first interview with Dr. Shealy, released a few weeks earlier on energy medicine, I'd encourage you to do that, and I'm going to link to it right now in the upper right-hand corner of your screen. You'll see a hot link. And now, I'll switch over to the internet video. Welcome, Norm. It's a pleasure to be with you once again. Indeed. Mutual. You know, we've done a previous interview and, and we've covered sort of the whole range of your activities, but because the uh, coronavirus scare is sweeping the country and the stock market has tumbled thousands of points, let's talk about what people can do today to uh, deal with this uh, frightening virus scare because it seems as if the government isn't really prepared to either test people or to treat people. People are on their own now. Well, in a, in a sense, I think we've always been our own when it comes to health. If we don't take care of ourselves, who's going to do it? Now, in acute illnesses, in general, current medical situation is pretty darn good. But in a panic situation, it isn't going to get us. And people are starting to, to panic. I mean, the basketball season has been canceled. The baseball season's been postponed. The governor of California says no meetings in any groups larger than 500 people. Well, this week, the governor of Connecticut insisted that all college classes had to be on the internet. I was supposed to go up and talk at the Graduate Institute in two weeks, and I'm going to be doing it on the internet now. Obviously, that's one solution. People should uh, or can stay home and uh, interact uh, using electronic communication rather than face-to-face -face guidelines. I heard one guideline that says you shouldn't be within six feet of another person. <laughs> well, in my opinion... <laughs> You shouldn't be near other people if you don't know them at this particular point in time. However, 
I do think it's important not to panic. And there's some basic things that we should do every day of our life with or without a panic. For example? Well, first of all, detach from those things you cannot change. Don't play the broken records of panic, panic, panic. Who cares? I mean, you know, I've never feared death since I was four years of age. My grandmother was remonstrating. I said, Grandma, don't worry. If you're going to die, you're going to die. So I'm not afraid of dying now or ever, and I'm not going to focus on it. But I insist on good health habits. And at the top of that list, to some extent, is getting seven or eight hours of sleep every night. People who sleep six or less hours function at the same level as slightly drunk, and there are more automobile accidents caused by undersleep than there are by alcohol. Very interesting. And I, I suppose also people who overwork are, are going to be more vulnerable. Oh, of course. And people, and, and always the people who work split shifts and different sh shifts are at much greater risk because it's just not normal. But for the average person, it is critically important to go to bed at least, at least eight hours before you are to wake up in the morning. Now, I think seven to nine hours works, but you should be prepared for it. What if somebody comes down with a cold or, or they suspect they might have this virus? Now, that's very important. For the last 12 years, I have not come near having any kind of virus. I used to get one or two a year. Since I started taking 50,000 units of vitamin D3 once a week, anytime I feel as if there's someone knocking at the door, like a virus knocking at the door, I take 150,000 units of vitamin D3 three days in a row. Every time, about the three times that that's happened in the last 12 years, it's always knocked it out. If it didn't, I would do what I will do at the clinic, give myself intravenously 50 grams of vitamin C in a Myers cocktail. 50 grams. That, that's like uh, 50,000 milligrams, isn't it? That is correct. And, and it comes with, you know, all the B complex and some magnesium and some calcium. But it works beautifully. I've used it to treat cancer, to treat infections, and to treat chronic Lyme disease. Well, most people can't give themselves an intravenous injection. <laughs> no. In fact, one of my suggestions is find a holistic physician in advance so that you know a place where you may get it if you need it. There's no question that is the treatment of choice once you are infected. But in addition to taking D3 all the time, every week at least, you need vitamin C every day, you need B-complex every day, you need antioxidants every day of your life. Now, the average American gets only a little over 2,000 ORAX a day. You need 8,000 or more ORAX. Those are the antioxidant units. And I always point out, by the way, that French fries and ketchup are not vegetables. <laughs> So you're talking about a balanced diet also. Indeed I am. Now, again, 80% of the food eaten in this country is junk. I consider all fast food restaurants to be junk food because they put monosodium glutamate in everything. 
I won't even drink a coffee at a fast food restaurant because I suspect they've doused it with monosodium glutamate, which is toxic to your brain. And in the grocery stores, at least 60% of the stuff in the center aisles is junk. If it's in a, in a dry package, it's likely to be junk. You're talking now about fresh foods, uh, fresh fruit and vegetables. Exactly. And meats and dairy. In today's environment, it, people are afraid to go shopping because of the risk of contagion. I agree. And of course, there is another alternative. I drink a breakfast slush every day. And in my breakfast slush, I get the equivalent of 20 servings of fruits and vegetables. There is There are a couple of ways of doing that. There's a something called ORAC, O-R-A-C, Rich Greens. One scoop of that has the equivalent of 10,000 ORACs or 10 servings of fruits and vegetables. I have another powdered drink that has another 5,000, and I take my Moringa, M-O-R-I-N-G-A, and that has another 5,000 ORACs. So I get 20,000 units to start the day. ORAC, again, is antioxidants. Yes. And in, in addition to that, I personally use whey protein isolate and dried egg white protein. So I start my day with about 80 grams of protein in all those ORACs. Now, but let's go over once again that injection that you gave yourself. What? Yes, it's been around a long time. I learned it in 1979. That was the first patient with cancer that I treated with a 5E vitamin C and uh, in a Myers cocktail. This man had cancer of the bladder the size of an orange. I gave this to him five days a week for two weeks, and the cancer was gone totally. I've treated scores of people with cancer and other chronic diseases with this. Now, in his case, I gave him 100 grams a day. In the average person, I give 50 to 75 most of the time. And I like to do it two or three times a week in people with, with serious acute illnesses or chronic illnesses. But would you say that a treatment that's applicable to cancer would also work for a virus? Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. It's better, quicker with a virus than it is with cancer. And, and there's some evidence. There have been published articles already from China saying that they have used intravenous vitamin C to cure it. Because I understand, you know, historically, uh, before the era of uh, antibiotics and so on, there were various natural treatments used to deal with both bacteria and viruses. That is correct. But uh, I suppose to these days, uh, we don't necessarily have to rely on treatments that are centuries old. No, we don't. And one that isn't centuries old is ozone. We do a lot of ozone therapy. You can also do that nasally in the ears, or you can do it IV. And for the more serious cases like, you know, like cancer or chronic Lyme disease, I would give them ozone IV as well. How, now, how does the average person get a hold of ozone? Well, you've got to do it in, in a clinic where people know what they're doing. <laughs> you know, it's not your average uh, doc who even knows what it is, let alone how to use it. But the holistically oriented physicians, the comprehensive integrative physicians will know about it. 
Because it seems pretty clear that conventional medicine uh, isn't going to have a vaccine for 12 to 18 months at the soonest. And, and they don't really have any other treatments that I've heard of except putting people on ventilators. So uh, it would seem to me that there's going to be a real demand on uh, alternative practitioners. I agree. In fact, I've been advising people already. I mean, I, I get emails and phone calls from people all over the country and I tell them look on the internet look for holistic physician now I'm not opposed to to naturopaths by any means but naturopaths don't do this DOs and MDs are the only ones who can do this uh, also, there's a question of diagnosis, because it seems as if the, the test kits for the coronavirus are very slow and being distributed. Uh, uh, I heard recently that uh, if, if you get ill from this virus, it's going to be a dry cough. It's not going to be uh, full of sputum. That is correct. And uh, again, if you're sick as quickly as possible... <laughs> The next day, if at the latest, it would be wise to be ready to know where to go to get your IV vitamin C and our ozone. So it would be a good thing for people to uh, line up a holistic practitioner in advance because it, it's unlikely that the conventional medical system is going to be able to handle the, the many cases that are expected. In fact, I personally would not like to go into the hospital if this becomes that endemic. I think it would be dangerous to be even in the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. But the, the same risk of contagion could be in the waiting room of, of a holistic practitioner. Absolutely. And, that, and that's, of course, very true. Uh, but, um, you know, we're prepared and ready to take care of it if we can. I read another thing that it, it seemed like a good test. They said if you suspect that you might have uh, the coronavirus, you should take a deep breath and see if you can hold the breath for 10 seconds uh, because uh, they said you get a lot of uh, fibers in the lungs and people can't hold their breath for 10 seconds if they uh, have an infection. Great, great idea. I mean, I can hold my breath for almost a minute. <laughs> so that would be a sure sign if, if uh, somebody is concerned if they can't hold their breath for 10 seconds after taking a deep breath they probably are infected that's correct that's possible or they've got chronic lung disease yeah e in either case they need treatment exactly one thing I've heard, Norm, is that many people who have this uh, condition go on ventilators, and I'm told there are 65,000 ventilators available in the United States, but there may be uh, millions of people who ultimately get infected, so there'll be a shortage of ventilators. Absolutely, no question about that. And, and unfortunately, it may become a shortage of intravenous supplements, if you will, for the IVs. Because we, you know, we can't keep those months ahead. We can keep it a few weeks ahead. We have to order them once or twice a month. I see. And are there uh, supply houses that you get them from that may not be able to keep up with the demand? Exactly. Well, are there any other uh, guidelines that you would offer? Well, yes, of course. Whenever possible be outside in the sun. You know, it's, it's, it's spring and are almost officially spring. 
And the last couple of weekends, we've had this lovely mid-60s weather. And I just go out and take off my shirt and sit on the front porch in the sun for 20 or 30 minutes. That is excellent adjunct. In addition, of course, there's physical exercise. Now, as you know, I'm an exercise junkie. I get up in the morning and after I feed the dog and do a few things, I do two hours of moderately vigorous exercise. 40 minutes of it, I'm dripping sweat. But for two hours, I'm moving. Now, if you're not moving physically, a minimum of 30 minutes, five days a week, you're going to be sick. May not be with the coronavirus, but you're not going to do, you're not going to be healthy. Now, only 10% of Americans get that little bit of exercise. That means 90% of Americans are sitting ducks because they don't move enough. Another thing I've read is that the uh, chances, the probability of a person getting seriously ill or dying from the coronavirus is increased if they have various pre-existing conditions. So, Oh, yes. I suppose, you know, a high percentage of our viewers might have one or another pre-existing condition or like you or me, we're over 70. And so we're more vulnerable for that reason. No question about it. Remember, 40% of adults in this country have hypertension. And they're taking junk drugs for that. You know, people with normal hypertension taking up to three drugs have only a 45% chance to control the hypertension and almost 100% chance that it'll cause fatigue, and of course in males, erectile dysfunction. I can control totally safely 100% of high blood pressure with no drugs. How do you do that? Well, it's very simple. First, you offer them autogenic training. If people will practice autogenic training twice a day for three months, that alone has an 80% chance of curing hypertension. If they're not willing to do that, or while we're waiting for that, we can use something called Nitro Extreme. Nitro Extreme is a strong concentration of noni, exquisitely safe. Taking that, 70% of people can bring their blood pressure under control just with Nitro Extreme, 30 drops twice a day. Well, now, what is noni? Noni is a fruit. It's a tropical fruit. And it's, I mean, this little bottle, you know, this big, has a month's supply of, of Kayani, K-Y-A-N-I, Nitro Extreme. Well, it seems to me that uh, because uh, of this virus, people are essentially being pushed to, to achieve uh, what some people have called high-level wellness. Yes. <laughs> well, any old excuse is worthwhile to me if it improves habits and wellness, of course. Because a lot of people probably go through life and, and they're a little bit lackadaisical, laissez-faire about t take putting themselves in super good condition. But right now, it's incumbent upon people to do that. Well, let's talk about one of the more common problems again, which is obesity. Over 68% of Americans are overweight. Well, over 35% are just plain fat. The higher your body mass index above 24, the greater your risk of every known disease right up to death.
So it's incumbent upon people if they want to get through this situation, especially older people, especially people with pre-existing conditions, to to take the extra step to uh, get themselves uh, really, really fit. Yes, absolutely. First, second, and third, avoid sugar, wheat, and rice. White rice is almost as bad as plain sugar. Oh, I had no idea. I thought rice was pretty healthy. No, no, not. And brown rice is fair. The only really good rice is purple or black rice. Norm, now that I think about it, I remember many years ago, you sent me a, I think it was a Christmas present I got from you. It was a, a big hunk of cheese. And I was at this holistic health fair and I, I mentioned it to somebody and they were outraged. They said cheese is the, the worst possible food for you. It's full of, <laughs> full of fat. Well, they're stupid, ignorant, and uneducated. I still use that Gugus Bird baby Swiss cheese and it's one of, in fact, yesterday, uh, my evening meal was cheese soup. So in other words, you recommend that people avoid uh, white carbohydrates, but fats uh, or things like cheese are acceptable. Absolutely. Eggs are wonderful. I've been on uh, the low glycemic diet, and the, the basic rule of thumb is avoid any food that's white. Yes, I think that is true. I can't think of, well, yogurt. Plain yogurt is okay. <laughs> uh -huh. But it's, they're really talking about starchy foods, I think. Exactly. This is an opportunity for people, in a way, to really pay attention to their physical uh, well-being. I hope that something good like that comes out of this. In other words, now is the hour, so to speak. And don't wait another day or week to take care of yourself. So if, if somebody suspects that uh, there's some situation in their environment or some symptom that they're having, uh, maybe they could begin to apply looking inward to do at least a preliminary diagnosis for their own purposes. Uh, are there any methods that you would recommend? One of my other favorites is a, a quick detox is a castor oil suit. After you take a bath, dry off, and rub castor oil from the bottom of your neck down the front and back of your body to your wrists and to your ankles and put on a sweatsuit and sleep in it. Castor oil on the surface of the body is absorbed and cleanses the lymph system and detoxifies the body. As I recall, uh, that it was a recommendation by Edgar Cayce. That, it started off with castor oil packs on the abdomen and it, it morphed eventually into even doing a castor oil bath. That's a little messy, the bath. It, it, you have to be very careful not to slip and break your gazoo in taking a castor oil bath. But that's why I switched to castor oil suits. So you, you sort of sponge it all over your body and then put on a sweatsuit. Yeah, and sleep in it. And by the morning, you know, you don't, most of the time you don't even have to take a shower again. It's been absorbed into, the, into your body and, and partly into the sweatsuit. In other words, there are a lot of things that people can do for themselves, even if you don't have a holistic practitioner around. Castor oil is generally available. Exactly. Now, there's one other thing I think people should do, if they, especially if they don't have access to a holistic physician for the IV vitamin C, and that's liposomal, fat-soluble vitamin C. 
the intestine tolerates twice as much fat-soluble liposomal vitamin C as it will water-soluble. So buy yourself a big bottle of liposomal vitamin C, usually 1,000 milligrams, keep it in a cool place, and most people can tolerate a minimum five or 6,000 milligrams by mouth, whereas people begin to get diarrhea with three or 4,000 sometimes, but certainly about 5,000 with the water-soluble. But some people go up to 10,000 with the fat-soluble. And vitamin C has long been recommended even by uh, Linus Pauling for decades as, as a, a treatment for colds. Exactly. And he's the only person I know in history who took 25 grams of regular vitamin C and did okay with it. My gut can tolerate up to 5,000 milligrams by mouth, but above that, I'm going to get diarrhea. Well, are, are there any other uh, remedies that might be available in uh, a typical drugstore off the shelf or grocery store that uh, you would recommend? I think having some bergamot oil. Oil of bergamot is a wonderful soporific. And just sniffing it, you know, it's Earl Grey tea. It's what's in Earl Grey tea. But the oil is amazingly Ah, who cares? It just is. I keep a bottle on my desk, just, you know, sometimes short to patient when they're agitated. So it's another nice way to detach. And is there anything else you can think of? You know, if you take those increased doses of vitamin C, you need increase, especially B6. But I like all, all B1, B2, B3, B6. But B6 is the essential one for increased vitamin C. You can get kidney stones if you don't get enough B6. And, of course, you need magnesium lotion. Is that available uh, commonly in stores? Well, some health food stores carry it. Few, few, few pharmacies. That's another of my patented intuitive ideas. <laughs> uh, because it raises DHEA, the anti-stress hormone. If, if I may, um, I've started taking a new supplement. Uh, I wonder if you've heard of this. It's called C60. I know about carbon 60, yes. Uh, Bucky, I think that's Bucky, Phil, uh, Bucky Fullerton. Bucky Balls, yeah. That's it, yeah. Uh, I think they're good. I don't know. Obviously, it's safe at least, and it's good. I'm told that Bucky Fuller himself thought it would be a very helpful remedy for people, and uh, uh, the company I get it from says they have their own special preparation, and they say it's the strongest antioxidant they know of. I've, been, I've heard that, and it is one I believe in. Mm -hmm. I will mention this. If people are already depressed and anxious, one of the other things they can do to help that a billion times safer and better than a drug is fire bliss and air bliss. Applied daily, 70 to 80% of people with depression or anxiety can bring it under control by applying those essential oils to specific acupuncture points. So now is the hour. Get ready. Get rid of it before you need it. These are essential oils that I bet are on your website. Exactly. Well, yes, uh, Norm, it seems to me that uh, depression is a real issue now because businesses are being closed, the stock market is tanking, uh, sporting events are being shut down. I, I imagine that uh, 
just all of this social uh, dislocation is going to cause people, people will be afraid to show up at work for fear of contagion. So the emotional aspect is going to be very important for people. Already, again, autogenic training, fire bliss, air bliss are the greatest adjuncts to stay healthy. Now, let's talk about autogenic training because I know what it is, you know what it is, but most of our viewers won't know. Well, autogenic training was invented in 1912 by a German psychiatrist, Johann H. Schultz. I learned about it in 1972. And interestingly, it was the foundation for Elmer Green developing temperature biofeedback. Autogenic training is a self-hypnosis technique. The person just says in their mind, or is guided to say this, my arms and legs are heavy and warm. My heartbeat is calm and regular. My breathing is free and easy. My abdomen is warm. My forehead is cool. My mind is quiet and still. I am at peace. Now, you need to repeat each phrase 18 to 20 times slowly, coordinating it with your breathing. People can get that free, the MP3 of it, by going to my website, normsheely.com, signing up for my free email newsletter and, and ordering Autogenic Focus. It's a free MP3. Well, these are all uh, good suggestions, and, and I suppose naturally everybody is talking about wash your hands frequently and oh, don't, yes. don't touch your face and wipes, wipe surfaces. Uh. I do want to mention one other thing. One of my friends was talking to me about it, and I ordered a year's supply of toilet paper to have on hand just in case. Yeah, there was a run on toilet paper. I had to go three times to Costco in order to, uh, to get it. They were sold out the first two times. Yeah, that's why I ordered mine, and I've got it stashed away in case of need. And I ordered four quarts of absolute, uh, you know, of, of rubbing alcohol to have on hand as well. And what do you do with the rubbing alcohol? Clean surfaces? Yeah, and, and even your hands sometimes if you don't have quick access to soap and water. Mm -hmm. So a, a good supply of rubbing alcohol, uh, uh, you use it as a disinfectant, I guess. Exactly. Well, Norm, uh, once again, thank you very much for sharing all of these ideas. I think more than ever now, they're going to be uh, important to people because uh, are all of our conventional uh, systems of treating these conditions don't seem to be up to the task. I agree perfectly, Jeff, and I'm so glad you're bringing this to their attention. So thank you for being with me, Norm, and I look forward to future conversations. Mutual blessings to you. Thank you.